Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. You are now listening to... There's no Cornelius this time, but that's Jimmy Trifecta, and he is in, where are you? You're in Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm McGee, and I am in Dania, Florida, and uh, it's just like a special edition. It's a special edition of BYA. Most definitely. Because this weekend is the Kentucky Derby. Derby! Now we've been going. We've been no, the BYAPN, B yapping, the Bet Your Ash Podcast Network has been jamming. We've been jamming. This is our time, man. Golf is in full swing, so the BYA Bushwood Podcast is jamming. Shout out to Corey Collins and to Casey Oflin, and it's NBA playoffs. So like this is the reason we put up with Timmy Nebraska the rest of the year is because this is his time to shine. Right, NBA playoff, brilliant. But um, it was it, it's it's this is like what's cool about horse racing. There's only about five weekends a year that we really that like the the general public gets gets into it. But it's really a big deal when they do, you know. It's beyond a big deal, big homie. <laughs> so this is it. This is the weekend. You used to live there. What was? It? Let's start there. Actually, I I know there's an obvious question that we're, where we're supposed to start, and we'll just be less obvious. You used to live in in Louisville. Yeah. What was this weekend like, really? Dude, it, I am so happy you asked that because obviously I did not know the culture of uh, the, the Derby until I moved there. And it's a thing. Um, this whole week, um, schools are doing their own little Derby interpretations. Um, dude, school closes down. Hold on. on I'm th- sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. What do you mean school interpretations? Like, do the parents all come out to the, to the, to the, the class, to, to the, the, the school and the kids race and they bet on the kids? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm, I might yes. move to Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> elementary school kids run their derby race with their fake with their horses that they made all week uh middle school students run a derby race and high school kids cheer them on this is not just unique to the school environment i was in but this is all across louisville and just like mardi gras my man school closes down everything shuts down thursday so the the race is obviously um saturday but thursday is thurby Thurby is the local derby where everybody shows up and shows out. Friday is, uh, oh, shoot. What's the name of Friday? Oh, my goodness. I'm just blanking. Derby? It's Oaks Day. My apologies. Oaks Day, yeah. So Oaks Day is when the Phillies go. So Phillies are Friday. Thurby is show up and show out the young horses. And it's a local event. And then Saturday is the kickoff. Dude, it is beautiful in the ville and i don't say too many things about the ville that's positive but that is one <laughs> um it's definitely bugless for me i'm kind of bummed i never went out while you were there i it's one of those you know like i'm an idiot i never visited my brother and his and his then fiance and now wife 
uh, in Hawaii. Like, why didn't I ever go out and visit, right? Like, I'm an idiot. I never came. And we, we never did. We talked about it every year, but we never did the Kentucky Derby while you live there. Yeah, man. It, it, it's something that Jennifer and I um, still hold on to because, I mean, whether it's the fits, whether it's, you know, who you meet, or whether it's the fact that you – me try to drop two trifectas on two derby back to back <laughs> like it's a good time cool um all right let's get into this year specific 2022 2022 kentucky derby um it's been a weird last few years all right so uh this is like you know back to normal very strange thing to say considering the biggest name in the sport is banned from involvement yeah, yeah. You know, Baffert, you know, made the bed that he is lying in. But I got something interesting for you, brother. Like, some folks don't understand what happens behind the scenes. Baffert has two horses that are, quote-unquote, still in this race because he sold those horses uh, to one of his uh, friends slash trainers. So you, do, you technically have two Baffert horses that are in the race. Yes. They just, he just kind of put them over at his friend's places, right? Right, he put them over in his friend's stalls, and yeah. it's like if I'm if I'm going through a divorce or something, I might sell you my classic car for a dollar so that you own it instead. Of, that way, you know, my my wife can't take half of it. Um, you just gave me a game plan, but yes, that's <laughs> stop, <exactly>. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't admit that on a hot mic, buddy. <laughs> Good thing Miss Foreman does not listen to the podcast. Yeah. She should. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you don't you don't have a classic card or anything like that yet. You don't have a classic yeah. card. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> now now that you know there's a way out, maybe you can get one. Oh, now I'm stockpiling, bro. There you go. Um, it's kind of crazy, man. Like he really is the biggest. Like I remember when Alex Smith or Alex Smith, sorry, when uh, <laughs> um when Alex Rodriguez got uh suspended from baseball and like went and played in Mexico city for the year. And it, like, this is on that level. This is like the biggest name in the sport. One of the most identifiable names in the sport, um, not being allowed at the literally the biggest event of the year. It, it's just wild. Yeah. And, and what I, what I will give, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a huge proponent to big brother or, you know, whatever folks can say about folks who are folks who, Whatever people can say about folks who oversee certain organizations from right. a rules stipulation standpoint. We've always but, had authority. You know, we've always had a healthy distrust of authority. Exactly. But I want to give tons of kudos to the folks of the Derby um, and in the Horse Association, Horse Racing Association, who made this happen. Um, because if you take an inch, you're going to take a mile. So Baffert deserved to get a slap on the wrist or sat down, for lack of better words. So it's a great example to other horse trainers, horse owners. Um, you got to do things by the book, man. And let's be real to Medina Spirit. You can't do things that harm a friggin' animal. Like Medina Spirit died in 20 and, and died in December. Yeah, you're telling me none of this, none of this had anything to do with that, and I won't believe you. So right, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. So kudos to to the horse racing association, to the Kentucky Derby folks. Baffert deserved to get sat down. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I it's it's clear that if you didn't do it now, it, it, you're right that he was going to keep he was going to keep pushing the line, pushing the line, pushing the line. And he very well still made, but it was still it was still something had to be done early, you know. Without a doubt. But um, 
his horse who went to uh, well there's two horses right you, you said that a second ago um let's start with them dude they they how do you feel about them having what are their chances with even though he's not present they don't care right the horse doesn't know that he's here or not right and you talk about great chances so you know uh monsieur is that is, yeah your french is is, is pretty good i mean it's not it's not as, you could use some practice but i mean your pronunciation well, solid i got a good french teacher in my department so I, she helped uh, <laughs> I always felt like that's one of those languages that's like when you pull out French and start speaking to in French, whether it's to like a maitre d at like a nice restaurant or to uh, to a woman at the bar who <laughs> might be traveling from Europe or whatever. You're if you have the ability to pull French out of nowhere, it's a uh, it makes an impression in the room. Dude, it's a game changer. Yeah. The fact that I can speak or that I can speak to ten in French, I take great pride in. It's cool. Um, so let's get back to the race. So Monsieur is, is posted at six and is a seven to one. That's one of the Baffert's former horses, who's also trained uh, by Yucatan. Yucatan is an absolute, and you know how I feel about trainers. That's typically the path that I track more than anything is who has trained these horses. So let me uh, get this straight. He, he, was the, uh, he was the trainer for Bob Baffert. He just started his own stable not that long ago and once all this came down bob Affer just sent the horse over there agreed but not just him also the 12 spot horse Tabor. oh they Tabor. both went they both went over to the same stable okay exactly and he's and, and and he's a five to one right so so both of these horses i have in the mix if we know anything about a baffert horse is that they're strong they can go the distance and they're fighters Right. So so those two horses need to be in someone's or everyone's consideration um, as they place their bets. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason. Yeah, he's the Belichick of the game. There's a reason that he's always in the mix year after year after year after year, even if he has new offense coordinators or, or, or offense, you know, different players or whatever. Um, and Bob Baffert always has horses in the mix. That's right. That's right. So I, I want to go, and, and one thing that you and I have learned through a lot of our horse, rating, uh, horse racing betting um, is about favorites and even how the poll changes on, on day right. one. The odds, the odds are all going to change. All these numbers are as they are now, but based on how much money comes in, it'll all change between now and, and, and the race time. Exactly. So you're going to hear about Epicenter. Epicenter is a phenomenal horse. Man, phenomenal horse that has Stephen uh, a a smoothing a smoothing as his as his trainer who has been in the mix for the Derby for the Preakness for the Belmont, but has never won. Ooh. So it would be great to see Epicenter take one of the top three spots, but another favorite at a five to one, right? Okay, and then you have Zandon who's an eight to one, who's another strong horse, which is, which has a jockey in Flavian Pratt, who's one of my favorites, Chad Brown, who's one of my favorite trainers, who's also in the mix. I told you, brother, this is going to be one of the best derbies ever. I promise you. So I've but I really want come from a couple of different people that they're like, this is kind of a horse we like. Dude, Zandon, okay, if I'm going to, if I usually save this to the end, but if I'm going to pick a top, I'm going Zandon as my top horse. As my top horse, okay. okay? If I'm looking at, you know, Jimmy Try, looking at the threes, and I want to kind of play it safe, and I'll probably go Mizier as number as my number two horse. Okay. But, brother, something I need you to know is that the long shots aren't long. The long shots are actually short. Cyberknife 
Sounds like a great name for a punk band. Brad Cox is the trainer, bro. (laughs) Look out. This is where we make bank. It's funny that Cyberknife would make a great name for a punk band. There's also a horse in this race called Happy Jack, which sounds like one of those guys that has like a guitar and like an unbuttoned, you know, Hawaiian shirt at like a dock bar somewhere covering Jimmy Buffett songs. Oh, yeah, Rick. yeah, at a Margaritaville somewhere. And then there's also Tis the Bomb, which sounds like a rapper. So you, well, got, you got like a whole on. record label in this race. You just jumped the gun. And I love the fact that you're doing your homework, my man, because that's where I was going, okay? Happy Jack, you and I have bet on Happy Jack. We, we saw did. Happy Jack in Florida. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bet and won on Happy Jack. That's our guy. Yes. And what you just said is very true as far as uh, who's the next horse that you just said? Tis the Bomb? Oh, Tis the Bomb. Sounds like a rapper, you know, or and like a producer, thing- a hip hop producer. For, you know, and there's like a like one of those little samples, little drops at the beginning of the song. It's like, Tis the Bomb. Tis the Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, the only reason why I'm not big on Tis the Bomb is that Tis the Bomb doesn't start well. Finishes strong, but doesn't start well. All of these horses, for the most part, that I've named, um, even Classic Causeway, who's a 76 to 1, right? They get out quick. So, Tis the Bomb, I'm not really putting in the mix. So, if I'm looking at my top three, here we go. Jimmy Trial picking the three. What I'm going to go with is Zandon to win, okay. Missouri to, to place, and roll the dice, roll the dice, roll the dice. Give me Happy Jack to take third. All right. That's our horse. We got to have it in the three. Um, I didn't see Happy Jack live, McGee. If I didn't see Happy Jack live, I wouldn't be bad. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an emotional it's an emotional wager, you know? It's a pick that we, you know, we have personal relationship with the horse. But you got some great horses, man. Smile Happy has a great jockey. Um, and, and, and Kenneth, is it Kenneth McPeak? Yeah. Kenneth McPeak is a great jockey. Um uh, excuse me, great trainer with Corey Landry being a great jockey. So, dude, I told you before we even got on this call, it is going to be an incredible two minutes. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really big weekend. It's cool. And one thing I want to share with you, with your audience that I, I know that you are a little bit too uh, humble to share is that during my recent visit, uh, when I came down to, to Miami slash Fort Lauderdale, uh, we did have an opportunity to go to some horse racing. Yeah, and my, that place yeah, is beautiful, right? It's gorgeous, but you're not telling your fans about the pick. You won. Oh, yeah, I did. I picked a horse. And I, and I went... I picked one horse in the first race, didn't win, went um, much bigger on the second race, and uh, the horse, horse came through. The horse came through, made for a nice weekend. That's right. That's right. And then and we went and we saw, we saw alligators. We saw alligators and tigers and shit. And that horse was Happy Jack. That horse was Happy Jack. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Um, so hopefully he wins some more bread for us. So, and, and one thing I want to tell to your listeners is that I, I feel kind of bad about this as Jimmy Try. I will actually be on a plane uh, when it comes time for the derby. So <laughs> You're going to have to spring for the Wi-Fi. So you can, you can watch Wi-Fi. Here's the thing. If you all get a, a news alert that somebody has lost their mind on a flight because they have won <laughs> X amount of dollars, 
<laughs> that's funny that's funny you're gonna ask ask the, uh, the flight attendant like hey what state are we over can i put this what's, can, do, will my phone work to put in these dude, wagers dude, oh, listen i forgot to tell you oh you're in maryland you can place all your bets before you leave exactly dude there's the horseshoe casino is like 15 feet from me perfect 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 that's super convenient man so you go in the morning before you even go to the airport or just actually you should probably just pop over there some point this evening you know like just walk over there and just just place the wagers in now and and you're still getting the closing numbers it doesn't matter when you place the bet and that way you're not in a rush in the morning or anything right but in the spirit of the derby i kind of wanted to make sure i do it tomorrow morning so on derby day yeah yeah and i'm gonna go over there and, and and get it in but uh, th- I need to say thank you for these opportunities, man, because to share horse racing with folks is just phenomenal. Um, and the fact that you created this vehicle is even more beneficial to folks. Um, it's about the culture. Yes, it's about the funds, but it's also about the culture. And you're extending a huge portion of horse racing culture that most folks will never experience through this podcast. So way to go, bro. Thanks, man. I, I've always enjoyed it. I was I was pretty young and my brother and his friends, uh, we were we were at this farm farmhouse in like Western Maryland. So one of one of his friends' parents had this farmhouse and we all just they weren't going that weekend, so we all went. So <laughs> um, and we were all like hanging out way out way I mean it was a pretty long drive from from DC. And I mean I was young. I was young. And they were, they, we went, you know, in one evening while we were there, we went across the state lines over into West Virginia. What's that? Is it Charleston? Charles, Charles. West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. In West Virginia. I think it's called Charleston. And um, we went in there and uh, nobody ever asked for my ID. So we had a very good time (laughs) and we, uh, we had a big dinner we had drinks the whole night. And I think we bet on every single race and not big money. I didn't have big money. I was a kid. But we bet on every single race. And when I left, I had the exact same amount of money in my pocket as when I walked in. There we go. Because I won enough on all those horse races to enjoy all the horse races and the, and the dinner and the drinks and everything. And uh, I, I've always I've enjoyed it ever since. You know, I've always enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I recognize that there's, there's problems and horses have to be treated better. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, the, there's some sort of – discipline on Bob Baffert and you know there's some expectations to take care of horses and stuff like that but um I I still I enjoy going to the race and watching these horses you know run fast you know without a doubt man it it makes for a great experience um and a great fun uh what's it called uh community vibe as well listen this, this isn't the only or these aren't the only races taking place this week there's a lot going on this weekend that i think your podcast is going to be able to benefit from well i'm i am going to um i mean it's right here the hard rock is right here it's all right it's really close to me it's a couple miles away this weekend is the uh f1 grand prix of miami today they have practice tomorrow's qualifying and then and then sunday's the race and um it's a very big deal it's a very, very big deal. Miami is a buzz. There's a lot going on. Now, I'll keep it 100 with you. Come on. I'm not like a gearhead, right? I've never been into car racing or, or driving fast. For, oh, I, don't mind. I got a heavy foot, but I don't, I'm not like, you know, I've never been like a sports car guy, right? Gotcha. But um, 
like, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, I just started binge watching the Netflix series <laughs> Drive to Survive or whatever it's called. And uh, I got caught up. And <laughs> I'll be honest, like, you know, there's. <laughs> so let me give you my pick. All right? <laughs> Here's all the research I've done. I'm dying to hear. I'm this guy, There's this guy, Max Verstappen, right? He wins all the time. He's He's the best driver. Okay. He's the best driver. But. You know the phrase like a uh, punchable face? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got one. And so does like the principal for this Red Bull team. He's got like a punchable face. Like, I don't like these guys. So I kind of root against them, but I think they're going to win. <laughs> but I do have, um, I do already have a wager on the, Constru- uh, the Constructors Cup, which is like the season long team. Uh, team points total, team and, that, and that team is on, yeah. And that's there. I have money on the Ferrari team who started the season really well, the first couple races. And yeah. the reason I like him is both cars get points consistently, both cars are, are up in the mix. And so, uh, I'll be rooting for the Ferrari team and hoping that they continue to r- run well for the rest of the season. Well, and here's the great thing, and, and kudos to the city of Miami for, for putting on this race. One thing I can say, um, the mayor down there, you know, makes certain decisions that are unpopular. But the level of marketing that, I mean, y'all just hosted, what, the Bitcoin thing, um, oh, yeah. the heat. I, are This city is built the, for a big event. Phenomenal. Like, dude, this, your city, as far as bringing folks in, yeah. is pretty, like, unique. It's really great for a, for a big event. Great for a conference. You know what I mean? It's 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 on it's on par with the best city to throw a party in in the entire without with, the throughout the world. You know, it's on par with all the best. Um, right now, is you're absolutely right. Right now, it's crazy. The Panthers are in the playoffs. The hockey teams in the playoffs. The the yeah. the Heat are are the best team in the East. Maybe eh, I don't they know. Beat maybe the Hawks. they're playing. They beat my Hawks. They did. They beat the Hawks, and now they're – they. I mean, you can say they don't have to play against Embiid, but they're they're handling their business. You only get to – you know, you only get to go against who's on your schedule, right? And they're lined up against the 76ers right now, and they're they're handling that. And, uh, yeah, there's always an event here. The, the Bitcoin or the, or the NFT week or Miami Music yeah. Week or Art Basel in a couple yeah. of weeks will be rolling loud. Um, like – and then even on – like when we, there's nothing – coming from out of town or some sort of events like F1, they'll be like, you know, Bad Bunny performing at the Hard Rock or at FTX or, or like huge concerts every night. Um, it's just like a great, it's a great town to, it's a great town to, to, to get together with friends in. There's fantastic restaurants or et cetera. Like the, Miami's awesome. You talk about the, you talk about the, the well, you have the theme slogan of your, uh, uh, part of your podcast, right? It's a great place for sports, right? For sports and betting, for you to for have sure. your handle on that. Everything from horses to hockey to baseball to yeah. you have every sports avenue right there. And when Florida finally figures it all out, like they they've passed the law, they're just kind of going through all the all the political chaos that every state has gone through to figure out how to put it into practice but when florida gets on board with legalized um sports gambling it's gonna be um an amazing 
yeah. amount of, num- of money that's in the hold. Like every year, it's going to be so much. There's so Dude, many people that come that travel here just for the winter, and it'll be like it'll it'll there'll be I don't know there'll be so much action. It'll it's going to be really big business. It's it's ironic you say that because you know George. Well, you might not know Georgia's going through, and I'm sure a couple other cities are going through. Our states, excuse me, are going through elections. But that's one of the biggest things behind closed doors that is being negotiated and that is Georgia can't go legal on certain sports because Florida profits so much off of it and Florida profits off of us Georgians going down to Florida to bet and to experience certain things so all the more reason Georgia should legalize sports gambling there's no reason to lose that tax revenue you don't want everybody to just go across state borders and place their bets right which is then you're just missing out on money it, which is it's wild to me but it is what it is think about for how many years you know people would just drive over into new jersey to go to the casino and go to atlantic city right and now we never did that did we, did we? <laughs> now you don't have to leave philly because now there's casinos in philadelphia right now the sugar house is right down on the water in philly and there's others and so um that's kind of what fuels that like you're you you're missing out on hotel rooms and and tax revenue and meals and money spent and and it just doesn't make sense so if georgia's smart like they're they're gonna pass it before florida does you want everybody in jacksonville and tallahassee to drive up over the border and place their wagers for a couple a couple months or a couple or a year or two quick before florida gets in on the game right exactly no everything you said yes and yeah <laughs> uh, i should be governor of georgia Hey, look, I'd vote for you, bro. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, let's wrap this up. Um, this was fun. I always like it when we, when, we, when we talk horse racing. We'll obviously be in touch throughout the weekend. Um, maybe we'll do a wrap-up next week real quick, a little check-in. And um, uh, I dig it. Thank you very much for your time and for your information and knowledge, man. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity. Jimmy Tribe never lies. I hope y'all take one of the five horses I gave you. <laughs> Good luck, Derby. Let's hope these horses stay healthy and run fast. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. We are available on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts, as well as BetYourAsh.com. If you're listening on any of those streaming services, please rate and review. And uh, tell all your friends. Tell them. They'll appreciate it. They'll, they'll make money. They'll be happier people. They'll, 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 they'll buy nice cars. They'll take you out for dinner. It'll be wild. It'll, it'll be good for them. So we like to end the podcast by saying thank you to some people. Obviously, Jimmy's are effective. Thank you so much for joining us this, this episode. And uh, Cornelius, thank you for everything you do. You're awesome. Uh, we'll talk soon. And, uh, to Nebraska, Fort Collins, Casey Flynn, Brian, uh, yeah, and you, you, the listener. It would be nothing without you. Talk to you next time. Yo, Mo Mackey. What's good? And what do men do? I don't know. Smoke cigars, watch sports. Uh, yeah, sometimes we do that, man. Shouts out to Maniac McGee and Cornelius holding down the Bet Your Ash podcast. We represent independent artists. It's the Set the Bar Review Mix Show. Artists, submit your music 
to set the bar 11 at gmail.com. You better set the bar. We prefer if you raise it. <laughs> <laughs>